Teletoons back in action. A rabbit, a duck, a girl, a boy. You. 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 Him. Her. Them. And the evil head of the Acme Corporation who's determined to take over the world. We must capture this son of a spy. And we must locate the diamond and use its powers for our own diabolical ends. How do you like that, Mr. Slap Yourself on Your Own Face? Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of Where's the Damn Sequel, the podcast about movies that were intended to have sequels and never did, movies that deserve sequels, movies that don't deserve sequels, or sequels that shouldn't happen, or sequels that should have happened, or franchises that should have been gone on for years, but only went on for one year. We're back with special guest Key and Hayes yeah, from, from our Jumper and Tomorrowland episodes, and today we're talking about Looney Tunes Back in Action, one of the best family films of the 21st century. Absolutely adore One this of the best film. true if we're talking best, absolutely three thousand, four thousand, five thousand. <laughs> these are the best family films of the twenty first okay, century. Best family films of the twenty okay. first century. This is like just not not necessarily in order. Oh, yeah. This is the, like top ten. Okay, the Harry Potter movies, the Cat in the Hat, uh, Thomas and the Magic Railroad, Looney Tunes back in action, Mr. Gorm's Wonder Emporium. Oh yes. Uh, and oh uh, oh and like oh, oh and then we go like. Inside Out, Incredibles. Oh, like, Wally. leave out the animation. Yeah, leave out animation. Yeah, because yeah. pretty much all of those are gold standard. Like, okay. we've had a great decade. If we're going live action, oh boy. <laughs> okay, let's go. Spider let's run through Chronicles. this. Spider Chronicles. No, Spider Chronicles is, is like a, a, a film I want to do an episode of this podcast about. I don't actually like it that much. Oh, of course, a series of unfortunate events, of course. Oh, um, the film, though? Oh, I adore the film. I adore the film. The, was, no, the I, film I liked. I, I absolutely, enjoyed. Absolutely. Is it worthy of the great title? I absolutely adore that film. I absolutely love that film. Okay, let's see. Family films of the last 20 years. Uh, let's go down. Let's go down. Okay, so we got all the animation, but then live action, we got ourselves... Uh, uh, let me... Okay, Muppets Most Wanted. But a lot of these are films we're going to do episodes about. Mm-hmm. We got... Uh, I don't know if you want to count the Hunger Games movies as family films, but they're excellent. You got your... I guess Moonrise Kingdom is a family film. Um, I suppose so, yeah. Hugo, of course. He, oh my god, of course. Hugo, absolutely. Uh, I also, I ride hard for Diary of a Wimpy Kid 2, Roderick Rules. <laughs> I'm um, sure you do. Which is I'd great. Be super surprised if you uh, did. I absolutely love that film. Uh, what else have we got here? Uh, Where the Wild Things Are. I enjoyed that. Well, there's interesting. I'm not a big fan. It's, like it's, it's it, I liked that they made an a genuinely yeah, it's crazy. It's film crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, for it's, I respect it. I, I respect it. I hate watching mm-hmm. it. I think it's fucking boring. Um, but like I, when I went to see it as a child, I was like, this is awful. But enchanted, fucking enchanted. Enchanted. Oh, Mr. McGoran's Wonder Emporium came out the same month. We were mm-hmm. blessed, and you know what came out a month earlier? Stardust. Oh, fucking Stardust. What a great oh, year. God. What a great yeah, year. Yeah, shit. Uh, Terabithia, same year. Oh yeah! What a year! What a I, year. I never actually saw that, but oh, I thoroughly enjoyed great the books. Film. What a what a good year! Night at the Museum. Night at the Museum is pretty good. Parts of the Caribbean movies are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to do Burton's Chocolate Factory pretty soon on this podcast. Oh. Uh, Paddington. Mm. Pa- oh my! Nah, You're the, not umming Paddington. Nah, nah, I don't like Paddington. Paddington. Nah, Paddington is like a movie. Paddington is for people who like the Queen. I don't like that those movies. I'm sorry. Those movies. Brits. I'm out. sorry. I, what? 
Film. I'm sorry, which film was <laughs> universally condemned by the far right and UKIP? Brits Out. I don't like Paddington films. They're like bad Mary Poppins. I don't like them. No, Paddington was... Uh, I don't like them. Pa- is Paddington on this list twice? Uh, a fortunate, a fortunate event <laughs> is great. No, probably Paddington. Oh, no, no. Okay, Paddington's... Uh, at, no, it's Paddington's at the top, but Paddington's yeah. also at the picture at the top. The National the Treasure movies and... This is such a waste of time. We're here today to talk about Looney Tunes back in action. Looney so, Tunes. Films that I saw in the cinema in order. When I in my life, let's go. When I was a baby, my parents took me to see the Sakharov movie Mother and Son, and I left because I was crying. I later <laughs> in my life would meet Alexander Sakharov, the director, and tell oh, him, you told me tell this him story, that story. Yeah. Number two, Thomas and the Magic Railroad. On my third, Thomas the Magic Railroad is so, that a Thomas the Tank Engine film? Yes, with Alec Baldwin, and it because I, I saw this on. There's a secret list which will never be leaked <laughs> to the public of possible podcast episodes, yeah. and this was on it, and yeah. I didn't have the yeah, effort yeah. to Google no, it, no, but I was like, I want to ask. No, it's, it's on air about Alec Baldwin. this film. Alec Baldwin is the conductor, and it's just absolutely <laughs> amazing. So, As an American? Yeah, it has, like, Native Americans in it. It's crazy. What? It's amazing. Oh, it's on YouTube. It's, like, 70 minutes, and it's on YouTube. And okay. it is fantastic. Okay. Uh, so I saw that. The second film I saw in the cinema. Yeah. My third oh, birthday, right. September 7th, 2000. Then I didn't see anything in the cinema until Christmas 03, when my school took me to see Brother Bear, which is awful. Yeah. What? Awful film. Peter Gabriel did all the songs. It's terrible. And okay, then, true. Okay, I just kind of film. watch it again. Nostalgia it, it, for no. that type of Disney. I have nostalgia for that kind of Disney, like, but that film is garbage. And then a month later, we went to see Looney Tunes back in action. Oh, now yeah. I was a it's the fourth film I ever saw in the cinema. Now I mm-hmm. absolutely adore Looney Tunes. Um, I think those that is like some of the best greatest comedy of all time. I think all the Looney Tunes uh, original cartoons are like individual masterpieces. I think Space Jam is awful. And oh, I've heard this hot take. Before. I think Space Jam is a terrible, stupid, infantile Guys, film. You may not hear this. You may hear this on here, but I'm about to punch Lucian's teeth. In. <laughs> Just so you know, can't for can't knock my reference. teeth out if they're already gone. Um, <laughs> so I think Looney Tunes back in action is the definitive Looney Tunes live action crossover, and I think mm. it is a masterpiece. You got Brendan Fraser. You got Jenna Elfman. You got Steve Martin. You've got like crazy meta analysis of the Warner Brothers company like you've never seen like this is a movie about Warner Brothers and why they are idiots it is it is it has uh, a score by Jerry Goldsmith um, the last score before he died Jerry Goldsmith who composed like the original Star Trek theme this is the last soundtrack he did before he died and it is amazing music it is directed by Joe Dante, who did Gremlins who is a, a who is like a kind oh, of, yeah, a of under underappreciated yeah, no, like, visual talent Mm-hmm. And this film is bloody crazy bananas, yeah. and I absolutely it, oh, love it. I loved. I I still love it's it. It's crazy and manic. I, I tried to rewatch it. I think at least nine times yeah. over the last ten years. Uh-huh. But as an international human being, <laughs> uh, the disc was in one house and the case <laughs> was in the other. Oh, fantastic! Okay. And so I'd never want to watch it while I was in the right house because yeah, yeah. the disc then went to the other house uh-huh. and the case stayed in yes. the wrong one and just all sorts of it's, nightmarish it's such a scenarios. Weird film because it's partially a James Bond parody. Yes, I remember all that sort <laughs> of stuff. It is also partially a Men in Black parody. Mm-hmm. It also has an extended sequence in the Louvre where oh, yeah, Bugs and course, Daffy yeah. sprint through about 20, 20 different art, paintings, art yeah. styles which is just absolute genius. Yeah, I remember that being unreal. It has a part out in the African safari. Yes, because Brendan Fraser yes. wears classic colonist outfit. Yes, and it has... Fraser's And it has... <laughs> Sorry, I just said colonist. <laughs> and it has a, fi- a, 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 a final fight in outer space. 
between Bugs and Daffy oh, yeah. and Marvin the Martian. Marvin the Martian. It has about 15 or 16 different locations, like more, and it's yeah. a whole bit set in Vegas in a casino. Yeah. Uh, oh, that bit was cool. Because it's like a mystery at the same time. And, and this Fraser's, film is a lot. Brendan Fraser's character is the, son, is the son of James Bond. This film is completely insane. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's very hard. To, What's his job? He's a security guard security at Warner Brothers, yeah. but he wants to be a stuntman. Yeah. He has to... Remove Daffy Duck from the the mm. lot when Daffy Duck gets fired. He then also has to remove um, Kate Ho- Kate Hockton, Jenna Elfman's character. She's an executive, but then she leads to Bugs Bunny knocking over the water tank. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, Steve Martin is like Mr. Chairman of the Acme Corporation. Sorry, who was Steve Martin? Oh, Steve Martin. Yeah, is Mr. Sorry. Chairman of the Acme Corporation. Mm. Um, he, this movie came out the same day as Cheaper by the Dozen, and I remember like double Steve Martin in the cinema in Galway. Cheaper by the Dozen is like a Steve Martin one of movie. my favorite films. You love Cheaper by the Dozen. Weird. I prefer Cheaper by the Dozen too. I haven't seen either of them <laughs> from start to finish. I've seen most of two, oh. and I thought it was pretty generic. Like no, like it's, it's, it's kind of like both of them just I like, like those type of films. Yeah. I like these like weird mid two thousand family I, comedies. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I, I, I really watch them frequently or, enough or v because I now. was a big. Smallville fan. Right, okay. I came to Smallville very late. Yeah. I think I started in about 2014. Mm-hmm. Watched it the whole way through and then started, about midway through, started rewatching Cheaper by the Dozen right. every time mm-hmm. I'd finished the season, roughly. <laughs> so I watched it maybe five or six times over a two year period in madness, the kind of. Madness. Circa 2015. And yeah. My God. Look at the cast of that film mm-hmm. and you will see a successful selection oh, of non-child stars I'll go for that it. got big. I'll go for it. I'll go, go for on. it. Okay, Steve Martin. Uh, cheaper by the dozen. Cheaper by the dozen. Are we going one or two? If there's a way of doubling up, we'll I'll, do two. I'll, do, I'll do two. Oh, we're not one. reading them both. No, I'm doing two. Okay, I'm doing, do I'm two. doing two and you're right. not doing anything. All right. Okay. <laughs> two. Okay, I remember... I remember going to the cinema with my dad when Cheaper Brothers and 2 was out and we were like will we go to see Cheaper Brothers and 2 or March of the Penguins <laughs> I thought you were going to be like Sergei Eisenstein and the worst uh, mistake yeah no and the- like literally when you were saying like what your first film was I was like yes. I, was, I was just anticipating fucking uh, The Battleship by Jemkin yeah. I like I know that it couldn't have been your first film yeah, but yeah. I was like it has to be his first film I'll be honest I'm not particularly impressed by this cast. I mean, I'll, I'll go through the names I know. You know. Steve Martin, Bonnie Hunt, Piper Parabo, Hilary Duff, Tom Welling from Smallville. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, Eugene Levy's in it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Straight tripping, boo. Robbie Amell is in it. Yeah. Taylor Lautner. Yeah. Ben Falcone and Catherine Houston. Yeah. Adam Shankman and Pete LaShawn Levy. That's it. Yeah. But like, That's considering fine, like, the standards of cele- of you know, like child actors that like yeah. didn't make it in that time period. Yes, it's a they pretty did good ratio. Pretty well, yeah. There's like four who did well. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, Looney Back in Action came out in Ireland on the same day. I first heard of Looney Back in Action when I was in Paris in December of '03, <laughs> and I remember the two films that were being advertised were Return of the King and Looney Tunes Back in Action. Mm-hmm. And I remember I didn't know the film existed. I was super into Looney Tunes. I had no idea this film existed. It made sense. It makes sense in hindsight because the reason I was into Looney Tunes is because for Christmas that year I think I got like a big <coughs> DVD box set of all the cartoons. And uh, obviously yeah. it makes sense now that that was reissued to tie in with this yeah, film. Yeah, of course. But yeah. I didn't know the film existed because like we didn't have internet and like we weren't reading Empire, so we didn't know there was a Looney Tunes movie coming out. But we mm-hmm. saw. I saw a billboard. I'll never forget the billboard I saw yeah. in Paris. I'll never forget. 
How old were you when you saw this? this uh, I don't know. This was like 03, so I was six. I remember seeing a billboard Jesus. for Looney Tunes, and it was like, Les Looney Tunes, Le Film, was what it was called in France. And I was like, there's a Looney Tunes film? And I just like was so excited. And we went to see oh, it. Yeah. It came out in Ireland in February. And um, mm-hmm. oh, I fucking love this film. And I got, I got the DVD in September for my birthday. And oh, I watched yeah. it like a hundred times. I've seen this film so many times. And there's some stuff in it that's kind of objectionable and like weirdly sexual and stuff that my yeah. parents were probably not comfortable with me being super into when I was six. But like, I'm f- I turned out okay. Looney Tunes back in that yeah, day didn't I, I, ruin like, me. Literally, as soon as you said objectionable, I the was Heather just Locklear joking. character is like, Heather Locklear, Heather Locklear. She's like the blonde one in the casino. And yeah. She's just, she's just kind of like a, a Britney type. And it's just, she's, she's kind of objectified. Does it go to Area 51 as well? The Area 51 scene is a bizarre men in black. No, yeah, it's Area 52. Area 52, Joan that's what it is. Cusack shows up as a character called Mom mm-hmm. and who works in Area 52. She's like, there is no Area 51, only Area 52. And all the aliens in Area 52 get released that's what it and is, it yeah. turns into this men in black thing where there's all these weird aliens like with ray guns and stuff yeah, yeah and like brendan fraser has to fight them all this film is so weird it's so weird yeah because i'm like I literally, as i'm thinking of it i remember more and more of it and there's genuinely like a different location like every single scene and each one is so just batshit insane. This was one of these, when I was a child, like, the reason that I did this, one of the things with this podcast is, like, when I was, like, six, all I would do all the time was be, like, where's the sequel to this film that I like? Where's the <laughs> sequel? Like, I didn't understand the concept of maybe it didn't make enough money. Maybe other people don't like the things you like. Because in my opinion, The Back in Action was the highest grossing film of the year. Like, of course it was. I loved it. So it was the highest grossing film of the year. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, the highest grossing film of the year is Return of the King. I was like, no, it's not. I haven't seen it. Looney Tunes is. So when you're a child, the world revolves around what you like. Or until you gain yes. more perspective on the film industry. Like when back after seeing Mr. Wright for the first time, I immediately tweeted Max Landis as to why there was not already a sequel yes. production. Mr. Wright. <laughs> I am oh, yeah. long delaying putting on a Mr. Right episode of this podcast. I because nothing, I'm a be there. I have nothing to say about it. Um, I will run the show. Don't the worry. Show. You can I will the just thing. give me three hours. I might. Three I, hours I'll make it a tight 180 minutes. Tight 180 minutes of Mr. Right. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, Looney Tunes. I was like, so they're gonna make a sequel, yeah? No. I'm like, Dad, Dad, Google, please. Can they making Looney Tunes too? It's like, no, no, they're not. The closest we got to a Looney Tunes film was about. Four years ago, they said they were going to do one with Steve Carell as the head of the Acme Corporation. And Ooh. I was like, oh, that's class. I was like, yeah. that sounds good. Like, that sounds like a back in action type sequel thing. Mm-hmm. And now this year, they're saying they're making a, a like a, a straight CGI animated Looney Tunes movie, which sounds like pure garbage. So, yeah, no, because like wait, what? Let me all, all of the Looney Tunes I love media that I enjoyed, bar like, Looney Tunes cartoons, yeah. were where they tapped into my... Who Framed Roger Rabbit yes. Center. So, Space Jam, I'm not going to defend it as one of the classics. I yeah. don't get that whole thing. I do I just love don't, Past the Nostalgia. I just don't like basketball. Yeah. I thought it was stupid. I, I just it. kind of enjoyed it pleasantly because yeah. I love sports films. Yes. Sports films. I hate sports films. But if I liked them, I'm sure I'd like that. Yeah. And then, Back in Action. Oh, I, I just realized the reason... I, I'm pretty certain I saw Back in Action in the cinema. Yeah, I just I realized the reason they're not... I can picture myself in, like, the Kulak cinema, which is now the Odeon. Yeah. Going to see Back in Action. Mm-hmm. Well, now they're doing... I forgot they're doing Space Jam 2. 
Oh, so all, oh, the, yeah, all, so all the other Looney Tunes are out the window because it's Space Jam Two, a film that I have like zero interest in. But like, I'll, yeah, I'll go to well, like, I'll, yeah, I'll go I'll, see it. I'll go Who's see attached? it. Is it? It's LeBron. LeBron, yeah. I'll go to see it, and it's produced by Coogler. Oh yeah, because I remember seeing Coogler yeah. was attached. Yeah. I will go to see it because I adore Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck, and I just I think see what Daffy they do Duck, with it. Daffy like, Duck is like one of my like five favorite characters in all of media. I think like, he is fucking hysterical. Because Coogler has Coogler made a like non racially charged film? No, Space Jam Two going to be all about like, that Black Lives Matter boy. Literally, like, like is it like Daffy like, Duck going to be was, like, Daffy Duck going to be in the Ku Klux Klan? <laughs> like Creed was the least. Creed of was his, like the least, yes. and even still, it was like kind of like. The whole, like, is in, like, you know... Oh, it's still about, like, yeah, yeah. Be, like, taking over the mantle as a black guy against Sloane yeah. and Philly and, like, yeah, no. Oh, it's, yeah. So, it's, yeah. like, very much into that. I am psyched for Space Jam 2 suddenly. That's <laughs> going to be about Black Lives Matter. And <laughs> oh, yeah. Bucks finally is now going to be in the Republican Party. Um, Daffy Duck is on, like, a wanted list. Yeah. So, like... Uh, fucking... Oh, what's your man? Uh, Sam... Sa- oh, uh, yes. Yosemite Sam. Yosemite, Yosemite Sam, Sam is uh, definitely going to like yeah. shoot up a school or something oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. So anyway, the cast of this movie, would they Lola be... Bunny is going to be like... <laughs> oh, a pro- no, she's not even in Back in Action because she's terrible. She's not even in Back in Action. I think there's one bit in Back in Action where Bugs Bunny does a bit of drag for like five seconds and Jenna Elfman's character rips the clothes off of him and says, that's not funny, sit down. I genuinely can't I think, remember. I think that happens, yeah. It. I know this film pretty well. Mm. So, Brendan Fraser, would he still be able to to be the star of a, a big, expensive kids I'm movie? No, absolutely no. no. Absolutely, absolutely not. not. He's a TV actor now. He's a very good TV actor. What's and I'm re- Oh, my days. He did. He absolutely blew us all away in Trust, the Getty family saga earlier this year. I am not joking. That show was great. Getty, Getty is in Getty the, is in Jake Paul Getty. World? Yes. Don Sutherland as oh, Getty. Yeah, he plays the Wahlberg character film. from the film. That show is phenomenal. Danny Boyle directed the first three episodes. Was that it show, HBO or something? Uh, FX. Great oh, show. Yeah. Great show. I uh, great show. And there's a, a whole there's an episode two that is entirely Brendan Fraser, like walking around Rome, <laughs> like investigating the kidnapping. It's all this like split screens and like cool transitions. And Brendan Fraser is is is, is excellent. And he's also oh, in no, a show. I, I can fuck with a bit of FX. He's in a show called Condor, and he's in uh, some DC crap now as Robot Man. We won't talk about that. So. Um, would he be in this? No, he would not. Who would you have in this now? I don't know. Who's the probably like Chris Pratt is now the Brendan Fraser of 2018. Like Brendan Fraser was no, huge. No, Brendan Fraser was huge in 2003. Like he oh was no, a, that's I, I I like I get that, but like is in it was a very different kind of huge to Chris Pratt. Yeah, like, I don't see Chris Pratt doing a Looney Tunes doing movie. proper comedy yeah, anymore. No, yeah, like. like I can see him doing like adults type yes, comedy. But his like his cowboy ninja like, he, like, he got, never, got scrapped, I think. So. He never did yes. like kid aimed comedy. Like so he I, just went straight from that into action. They'd probably do it with like Yeah, but Brendan Fraser was was more of an action star than a comedy star when they made it. Yeah, this. but he had the chops. Yeah. I don't know. Like he had the chops to appeal to youngsters. Like Steve Carell five years ago, but Steve Carell now is a is a yeah. dramatic actor. He's That's he's, it. he's he's he, yeah. I don't know. because um, that was in the previous episode which was probably released a couple weeks ago <laughs> I did like refer to ago. Hugh Jackman as a kid friendly option yes. but like I have a feeling that Jackman, Jackman on, the, on the back Jackman. of his the yeah. aim at the Oscars may mm. do a Steve Carell and just aim yeah. at being a dramatic actor he might be I don't yeah. know just to I, try, I didn't have the chance to clarify it the last episode so like this is my yeah. kind of editor's <laughs> note here. 
And then Jenna Elfman just doesn't exist. She doesn't exist. R.I.P. Jenna Elfman, you don't exist. Okay. Mm. okay. Very, okay. very good in this film. She doesn't exist. Okay. So Jenna Elfman played like a network executive, right? She plays the uh, Warner Brothers executive. Warner she's, Brothers. She's executive. like trying to come up with movie ideas that Bugs and Daffy can be in, but they're considered irrelevant now by Hollywood and no one wants to work with them. Yeah. Okay. This film okay. Is so meta and it's so smart. Okay. In the first 20 minutes. So we're looking for and, someone like a businessy type and then, but like she's got like. I don't know. Like, I mean. Rhea Shayorn from Better Call Saul is like basically Jenna Elfman reborn. She's like a very similar looking okay. and sounding individual. So like put her in this movie. She's a great actress. I think she's better. Fantastic. Than, she's better than Looney Tunes, but like put her in it because <laughs> she's very like Jenna Elfman. Otherwise, you could just literally put like anyone you want, or you could just make Sandra Bullock the main hmm. human character. She'd be good in this. Like I don't know. I think Sandra Bullock would be hilarious in this. Yeah. I think Sandra Bullock dealing with Bugs Bunny Donald sounds Glover. really funny to me as a Brendan Fraser replacement. Donald Glover. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I can see that. That's a terrible idea. Donald Glover in, interacting with Daffy Duck? I mean... He has the right kind of ridiculousness for it. Shut up, Daffy Duck. I'm picturing Donald Glover like Atlanta Donald Glover, not, no, think not community, community Donald, Donald, Donald Glover. He doesn't do that anymore, though. He's depressed now. He's dark, But like he dark did Donald. like the spider, Spider-Man, he was yeah, kind of a little bit more into that. dark Donald, like... He doesn't do like crazy shouting anymore. He just kind of does Donald Glover, and in, in solo, he's just doing a funny voice and just sort of. Hmm. I get you. I don't know. Who else? Alden Ehrenreich. Poor Alden Ehrenreich, never gonna work again. Hey, solo was fine. Uh, I I don't like solo. No. I, I didn't watch solo, not for any particular reason originally. But then I watched. I think it was one of those YouTube videos. Yeah. Where like they basically go through the whole film, and I was like. Oh, this has the building blocks of a fine film. So I watched it, um, and it was grand. Yeah, I, 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 I don't, I don't like solo. <laughs> solo bad. Solo bad. Solo. solo bad. Solo bad. Solo bad. Solo never want to watch again. Um, uh, let's. Uh, Looney Tunes is the second biggest ever drop in a post Thanksgiving weekend. Um, it it opened big and uh no one liked it so <laughs> true <laughs> i think it's a masterpiece um box office game yeah let's go so it opens november 14th 2003 this is a 15 years yeah wow 15 years old that's actually terrifying especially when you hear like some next week some yeah. of these films okay so oh this is a treat oh this is a great okay, top 10 okay. oh a great top 10 okay so oh so let me choose back in action which cost apparently only 80, which is pretty cheap. Mm. It's, Were they hand-drawn or CG? They're hand-drawn. There is CG stuff in it, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I would have thought it was more expensive. Timothy, we also have mentioned Timothy Dalton is in it as himself. Like, it's like as Brendan Fraser's dad, but he's yeah. playing James Bond. It's wild, mm-hmm. anyway. So. Oh, yeah, I remember that, Jay. Looney Tunes Back in Action opens in fifth place. Ooh. <laughs> With okay. $9 million. Okay, so Oh, gosh. my days. Okay, so... The top four, the top four are all, like you, they're all famous films. So number one is a Christmas classic, two thousand three. It has become a Christmas classic. It is beloved. It is Elf. It is in its second weekend and it has twenty six million. Grant, let's go. I remember people telling me they were going to see Elf, and I was like, "What's Elf?" And then a year later, I saw Elf, and I was like, "Elf is the best." I still much prefer Looney Tunes back in action, but Elf is great. Hmm. Number two. Is a I've never seen this, but it's it's a big historical movie uh, with boats in it and a big star and it got loads of Oscar nominations and I don't think it won anything. But people really like this film. I don't know why. People always say it's great. Um, it sounds boring to me. It seems like a boring, a really long title. 
really long time. You might not even have heard of it. I don't know. It's pretty famous though. Like people, people, a lot of people think this is a really good film. I don't know why. Like so, it's an Oscar. It's Oscar-y an Oscar film. film. Boats. Boats. Historical drama. Historical big star. Drama. Well, he was a big star in two thousand three. Mm-hmm. Um, he just come off two Oscar win, or like he just been in two Best Picture winners back to back in the last five years. Okay. And it's not Kevin Spacey. There's two actors who did that. There's Kevin Spacey and there's this guy who did like double Best Picture winners. All right, all right. He 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 was he won he won an Oscar and then he would have been nominated for another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in this boats. He's on the poster. Australian director. Hundred fifty million dollar budget. Oh okay. No, I feel like I'm. You might not even have heard of this film. Well, it's hard. We'll test you. I'll tell familiar. you the actor. The actor Russell Crowe. Yeah, no, because I I got Russell Crowe. Okay, you got Russell Crowe. In my Crow. head. Okay. I'm just. Master and Commander. Fucking the far side of the world. Oh uh, yeah. Damn. <laughs> I've never yeah, seen I, I, I watched that. I'll tell you how badly I watched that. I bought a UMD disc. We have like, like five, the, we have five, P- five minutes left. So. For the PSP yes. to watch Master and Commander. Okay. And watched it when I was like 13 in my friend's house. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I have very, little or no recollection of that. Number though. three is... Uh, the God, I forgot it takes time to load the things. So we actually are in a hurry. Number three is um, uh, the third movie in a trilogy... Uh, the first film is a masterpiece. The second and third are terrible. Same directors. Two and three were made back to back. It's not Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, it's the other one where they made two and three back to back and they're both shite and they came out within a year of each other. And this is number three. $16 million. $16 million. Sci-fi. Sci-fi. Ooh. <laughs> Keanu. Oh, Matrix, Matrix. Matrix Revolutions. Yeah. Wait, what was that noise? That was... Was that, like, just you queuing it? Yeah, you queuing it. Oh, okay. okay. Number Crap. four is a Disney animated film that was the second film I ever saw, third film I ever saw in cinema. Oh, God. <laughs> um, Peter Gabriel did all the songs. Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> brother Bear, Brother okay. Bear. Okay, number five, Looney Tunes. Number six, Christmas romantic comedy, loved by many, hated by love many others. Love Actually. Number seven is Scary Movie 3. Number eight is a film called Radio. Number nine is a film called Tupac Resurrection. <laughs> what that is <laughs> number nine, I assume it's a documentary or something yeah, and number probably. 10 is Mystic River and then you got School Mystic of Rock Mystic River that's the crime that's, one isn't it yeah you got uh, School of Rock is in there Kill Bill of All One Lost in Translation at number 16 you have Pirates of the Caribbean which came out in like July and is still on Pirates of the Caribbean, Caribbean 2 the one. Oh, one. Uh, yeah. Jesus. and then you have uh, Cohen's Intolerable Cruelty you got The Station Agent which is a great film mm. you've got uh, Santa vs. the Snowman you've got Seabiscuit Finding Nemo still at number 32 uh, you got uh, Freaky Friday remake, uh, blah, 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 blah. That's all we have time for on this episode. You really, please, it. if you haven't seen it, go watch Looney Tunes back in action. It's a please do. It is worth the watch. It's a masterpiece. I'm going to rewatch it. It's a great film. So good. I still have the DVD. I watch it all the time. Thank you, Kian, for joining us this episode. Thank you for having me. You can follow the show on Facebook and on Twitter. You can subscribe anywhere that you get podcasts. We will be back very soon with more episodes of Where's the Damn sequel. Follow me on Twitter, Revolutionary. Follow me on Twitter, Lieutenant Wolfhand, Lieutenant abbreviated. Okay. Thanks for tuning in. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye-bye.